Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. We are going to talk about our first ever Rugged Maniac held in Pennsylvania at Maple Grove Raceway. I think it's pronounced Mountain or Montan or Montan or Montana. Montan. I forget. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Lindsay is a little bit, has a little bit of a cold, so she might not be doing a ton of talking this episode, but she's she's pushing through it for the better of the podcast. <laughs> I so, mean, I'm alive. So we, we appreciate that. <laughs> um, we ran it on Saturday, July 31st. Uh, I did the, they call it the elite wave, but it's basically the competitive wave, uh, which is at 9 a.m. And then we went out again for an open wave uh, later with some people. So that was fun. Um, and I guess like, I'll talk about the elite wave first, I guess, to kind of uh, let Lindsay get a little bit of a break and um, rest her voice uh, since she has a sore throat. Uh, but the, the elite wave is first wave. It's at 9am, which is kind of nice. Like it's nice having a 9am first wave. I know like some places do like 730, some places do eight. So it is kind of nice having that extra hour. Um, it's not unlike a lot of other ones, it's not chip timed or anything. Um, so you kind of just, you kind of just go. Um, it's, it's probably not one that like, if you're, I mean, it's definitely a runner's, a runner's uh, type of event. You know, it's the obstacles are not super challenging when it comes to it. Like most, nor I would say most people could do all the obstacles with the exception of maybe one or two. Uh, so, if you're a good like cross country runner or something like that, you know, you could probably do pretty well. And I have no clue to this day. I have no clue where I placed. I was about three minutes behind the winner. I know that. Uh, but no idea where, where I placed. There's no chip timing. There's no instant results. Uh, I think they do typically post the top 10 several days later as of today, which is uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. They haven't yet. And the race was on Saturday. It's <laughs> uh, a loud motorcycle. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was fun though. I mean, definitely a fast race. I think, uh, it's supposed to be 5k, 25 obstacles. It, you know, it took me 25 minutes. And again, I was three minutes behind the winner. And I think there was a fair, maybe like 10 or 15 people ahead of me. So, uh, definitely a fast course for anybody trying to run elite. But, um, again, it is kind of nice, like getting a little bit of a break but at the same time, you know, if, if you're if you're not expecting to get in the top three, um, there's not too much of a benefit to running elite. You know, it's not like you can <clears throat> get your chip time and then see how you do race to race or anything like that. So, I mean, that was kind of disappointing. I would like to see some chip timing for races or most of them or at least some kind of timing system. Um, you know, a lot of local 5Ks have like, you know, you you when you finish, you give them like your bib number or something, they write it down and that's how you know your place and your time or whatever. But 
so elite wise um, or competitive wise, you know, maybe again, unless you're going for top three, uh, not super um, necessary, I guess. Uh, however, I will say as far as open waves go, uh, it was a lot of fun. But what about how you ran the obstacles, like how they're set up in competitive? What do you mean? Like, um, you don't need to complete them. Oh, yeah. Right. I like, did that's huge. For, I did forget to touch on that. Let me actually... Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, I did forget about that. I'm, like, really living my Lindsay's best life over here. brain is working a little slower than usual, I guess. Uh, no, so let the me... obstacle completion, <clears throat> their yeah, rules. Let me, let me actually read it uh, because I found this really interesting. I read this before the race because... A well, lot of them, it's either like a penalty or mandatory completion. And like when I signed up, I didn't see any of that. Right. And it's interesting how like you keep saying elite and they have this elite heat that right. they call elite. But like anybody can do this. Correct. Yeah. And I think it's more, it should be called like competitive or something. <laughs> right. Uh, so here on their their uh, official like rule website, whatever. Uh, what are the requirements for the elite heat? So the answer would be they require all runners in the elite heat to complete every obstacle. That's the first sentence. They require all runners to complete every obstacle. Then listen to the next sentence. So <laughs> completing, which is in quote, uh, quotations, completing in our terms is attempting the obstacle in good faith and not simply walking around it. For walls and cargo nets, you must go up and over the top and down the opposite side. For the warped wall, you're allowed to receive assistance at the warped wall or use the ladder after one attempt at conquering the wall itself. For obstacles over water, if you fall, you must exit the water pit at the far end from the obstacle. You cannot get out on the side. So you don't actually have to complete every obstacle. You just have to try. You have to try every obstacle. And then if you can't figure it you out, just get out then and keep going. you just go. <clears throat> right so that like the cargo net and stuff obviously you and walls you do have to get up and over but like there's one cargo net and there's no walls i don't think i don't remember going over any walls i mean maybe like unless they mean i like think the, they mean like the the ladder things right. or whatever but yeah so like warped wall i actually like i did pass a guy on warped wall because you know good for him he just oh kept my he kept goodness, trying you did well, he kept trying. Like after his first attempt, he didn't just go up the ladder. Like yeah. he wanted to do it again, and he, I think he failed the second one, and that's when I passed him. And I think he got it on the third. And you're so cool. But no, what I'm saying is like, that's weird. I don't know what <laughs> totally I don't know is. what assistance he would receive. Like, is there a volunteer there helping people? <laughs> uh, but there is a ladder, so all you would have to do is try it once, and then just go up the ladder. Yeah. So really anybody can run this competitive elite. Literally heat. anybody. Uh, and then like Barzan, was that one over water? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So if you missed and fell in, you just get out and keep going. I mean, yeah. it might cost you 30 seconds right. to like get out and stuff, but that's it. How fast can you swim? Right. <laughs> right. If you're a good runner, you could probably swim pretty fast. Yeah. So that is, I forgot to mention that. So thank you for pointing that out. That is a bit odd. Um. But it is a very fun open wave kind of race. It was so um, fun. You know, comparable to like if you've ever, and it's not around anymore, but if you ever ran a Warrior Dash, I would say it's as fun as that. But they have inflatable obstacles, which is pretty cool because no other race that I have done, like bigger race, has that. And most of them were inflated. 
Most of them were inflated, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, let's do the map, and then that'll kind of help us get I'm to... I'm the map, I'm the map. Uh, we do already have our obstacle video up on YouTube, and I'll put it in the link on our website. I made this one. The obstacle video? Yep. Yep. There are a couple that, for whatever reason, the camera did not save the recording. So there's like four or five obstacles that it's just a picture. <laughs> of me? Of Lindsay. Uh <laughs> Just her smiling. That's it. Uh, no, but like of the 25, I would say at least 20 of them still saved for whatever reason. I guess we have to get a new camera, a more reliable one. But anyway, uh, so after the start, you had Step It Up, which was steps. Bleachers. Up bleachers. Yeah, yeah. up and down twice. Um, I would say in both the Elite and the Open Waves, this was a bit of a backlog because it was oh, you're not like even a, a quarter mile into, yeah. the, into the run. So, uh, And you can only go up. like It's, it's like bleachers. as it's a, It was at a drag strip, so like bleachers to view. And there's only two wide, basically. You can fit people like two wide. I yeah. would say that's as wide as you could go. Yep. Uh, so when, I mean, the wave size were impressively large, yes. I thought. I've so, never seen another like OCR race or mud run race or whatever with that big of a crowd. Yeah. I mean, recently, I feel like Saturday, some Saturday Spartans are that big, open waves and stuff, but You're a liar. It, it was impressive. I was impressed by that. Um, and he doesn't get impressed by much. No, very little impresses me. Almost nothing Lindsay does impresses me literally nothing <laughs> no almost nothing nothing just nothing you do a nice cartwheel what <laughs> i'm just kidding i, I don't think even. i've ever seen you do a cartwheel no, no. How about a round off do you want me to show you yeah that i'll put on our youtube page not right now myself. you don't have to do it right now um when we're interviewing somebody i'll make you do it that's an awful idea put some video on it anyway do you want to have friends or not hey not really Right, we do don't have wheel. any, so <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that that I would have put maybe more towards the end of the race to let things kind of spread out a little bit, yep. step it up. Uh, next was Pinch Point, um, which is essentially just a, uh, it was like a, I don't know, like an A-frame-ish kind of. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a wall that was open in the center, so you just had to. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you tried real hard, though. Oh, I was thinking of the next one. Whoops. He had to talk me into doing this podcast because he was like, "I'll talk the whole time. You don't feel good yet. You're forgetting." I'm keeping you on your toes. Ninety percent of the. So things. yeah, pinch point. It was just like a top wall and a bottom wall, and you had to squeeze in between. Um, again, these aren't super. Di- so Ridge Runner is what I was was thinking was the next one that was more of like a wooden a framey laddery kind of thing wasn't it yeah um yeah that's what that was that was right there um so then was cliffhanger which was kind of like a another that one was just more vertical again wooden like ladder mm-hmm. kind of obstacle um and then frog hop, that was kind of cool. So it's basically, again, if, if you have any questions or want to see these obstacles, most of them are on the video. So just watch the video. You can even, if you go to our website, you can watch the video as you listen and it'll kind of show you. But frog hop was these like uh, flotation, 
plastic floaty like squares that were in water oh yeah and you had to go across that was a fun one very easy in the elite heat because very few people were going at the same time it stressed me out three times as difficult in the open heat because everybody's trying to go at once yeah. and if you're trying to step on like if you step on the road that somebody else is on it's moving if you try to step on the road that somebody else just got off it's moving mm-hmm. uh anthony went before me on that one and thought i waited long enough and nope. I got to the last row and he had literally just got off and it was basically in the water still. <laughs> like, yep. so I stepped down like into the water and Anthony weighs like 500 pounds more than me. Oh, I was going to go that big. Jeez, poor guy. He doesn't weigh that much. <laughs> but he's like uh, almost 100 pounds more than me. So yeah. uh, Barzan. So that's the probably like one of the few challenging ones. I would say the most challenging one. Yeah, so it's almost like uh, a couple suspended bars in the middle of some vertical, uh, or sorry, horizontal poles, basically. Yes. Um, so not too bad, although you did run into an issue where when you got the one bar stretched across two lanes, the the monkey bar type one. So yes. when you went to get on one, somebody was already on it. And he was no, like, oh, let's share. I, I was already Oh, you were hanging. on it. And he... And I reached out to start the swinging monkey bars, which I was already on That's it. what I'm saying, yeah. And then he jumped on and was like, oh, we're going to share a bar. But like he was twice as much as me. So right. he's swinging across these monkey bars like fucking rude. So like, yeah, wait till there's nobody <laughs> there. <laughs> so till you It's fine. Start. I'm fine. I'm not sour about it. Right. Um, uh, but you made it. I made it. You almost wiped out on the landing, but you made it. I almost it. ate it. I don't think I got that on camera, unfortunately. So again, like this, frog hop wasn't bad, but this and like double cross, which is the next one, you had to wait around for a little bit in the open waves because yeah. there's quite a jam. I mean, there's probably only four or five lanes per obstacle, mm-hmm. maybe six on some of them. And like, because the wave sizes were so big and there wasn't a whole lot of room to break it up or like, you know area right uh it did kind of create some backlogs on some it definitely some obstacles. did but they were still fun so uh double cross was basically there was a two ropes one was up by your head one was down like in the water and when you stepped on it it basically you were up to like your knees in water but yeah. you had to traverse across it um commando crawl basically like a barbed wire crawl off the rails was kind of cool did you complete that one i missed it which one was that off the rails, um, it was like almost like a zip line. There was a hanging rope, and you had to run and jump on it, and then a oh, zip line you out, in like out to the bell. Or something. Okay, I didn't. You hit, to, I didn't hit the bell. Okay, you had to get some momentum. Um, they the didn't rope say, when we went was like so it was so slippery. muddy. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything about not kicking bells, so I kicked bells because <laughs> it's easier. You look so graceful when you do that. <laughs> I was like bunched up. I know. And I just like stretched my leg out. Uh, claustrophobia was basically they dug a tunnel. And then laid a black tarp over it, and it was completely dark. And at the end, they put a clown. That wasn't there. It could have been. But you wouldn't... I was joking, like, on the way, and I'm like, oh, it's just a dark tunnel full of spiders. And the one guy we were with was like, excuse me? I was like, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't think there's any spiders, but it's dark, so really I can't be sure. Yeah. There could have been clowns down there. Could have been anything. Uh, 11 was rinse and repeat, which I thought was cool. It was in the water. You go over also an inflatable, deflated. under another inflatable, and then over and, uh, over and then under. 
the second over was deflated. So we, when we went, when we went in the, in the morning, it was fine. You got supposedly, all the good stuff. right? Supposedly, now I know for sure at the start line, I saw somebody <laughs> wearing cross country like um, spikes. I don't know if they had the spikes in them, but somebody that day supposedly had spikes in their shoes because that's what we heard deflated at least one obstacle. If you're doing a rugged maniac, I have nothing to say they have to this person. In, they have inflatable obstacles. Do not wear spikes. Idiot. You can wear trail shoes. Do not wear metal spikes. Idiot. It's a bad idea. Idiot. It's a bad idea at any obstacle race, really. Idiot. You could catch somebody dangerous. Uh, didn't you get spiked in cross country before? Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Uh, tell that to the obstacles. So uh, fenced in was next. That one basically was a metal fence, I guess they call it, Which... laying over the ground, and you had to go under it, face up. In the morning, there was muddy water in there. Mm-hmm. In the open wave, that water was gone. I don't know if it evaporated, it if rocks. people just like soaked into the ground or That's whatever. Where I scratched my but back. it was it was just rocks, yeah. So I I don't know if maybe they need to have like a hose I continually mean, nice. filling it up. But no, yeah. the rocks felt great. No, the rocks felt really well. Uh, Thirteen was trenches, which um, was just basically. Uh, tunnels that they dug that you kind of had to you could go down and back up and climb over them but really they were close enough that you could just jump over them yeah and if you look in the obstacle video that's what that's what we did just jumped uh 14 was pull your weight so that was almost like a hercoist uh, almost like yank my chain but much easier um you only had to lift it maybe what 10 12 feet off the ground and it was a lot pretty white pretty light pretty white pretty light um like I didn't typically on like the yank my chain and her coys, I have to like pull my body to the ground. This one Same. I just kind of pulled with my arms. Yeah. Um, Fifteen was sled dog again. I felt like that was really light. So light. That was much like um, I think block party is what Savage has, and Spartan just has sled drag. It's like a sled drag, and but then you lighter. have to pull it back out. But yeah, it was it was light. Um, pole position, you just climbed up on like a ledge and then you could slide down a pole now again you're probably like six feet off the ground so i know i remember in the elite heat like i just like grabbed the pole and jumped off like i didn't slide down because i just thought it was a waste of time right Uh, it is fun to slide down if you're doing an open heat like we here we go like a fireman kind of thing uh 17 was vertigo that's their a-frame the cargo net itself was pretty loose, I remember. It was so loose. It was like a rope cargo net, not like a slack line cargo net. And at the top, I've never seen this no. on an A-frame. At the top, there was like a gap. It was not, like not a, a gap to the ground. You're it, not going to like fall to your death, but right. like like the the frame itself. When you think of a frame, like Typically it peaks. A peak. Typically it peaks, but it was like a reverse peak. And then it goes right back down. Yeah. This one. This was almost like two frames that they leaned into each other. Down a little bit, up a little bit. Yeah. It made a V at the top. Right. So like the frame itself made a V at the top. So like there was no way to flip over it or, but even climbing over it was a little awkward. You had to really like stretch your leg over. Really, really straddle to get over. Straddle. 
What? And I know in the open waves, like that one kind of backed up a little too because you had to wait till the person in front of you was at the top. Yeah. Before you, you crossed. I don't know if that's like a weight limit thing. I know a lot of races, you don't have to worry about it, but maybe that's part of the issue is like how it's put together. I don't know. Mm. Uh, and then immediately after that was spider web, which was underneath. It was just bungee cords. Yep. That you had to run through. Um, Pyromaniac was three fire jumps, not one, yeah. not two, but three fire jumps. Launch pad was an inflatable. That was fun. That was a cool one. It was like a moon bounce to a ladder down a slide. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. That was cool. Uh, hang loose was the cargo net that you had to go across. Yep. That one, again, I think only had like four lanes, so that really backed up. Really backed up, And that up, was yeah. right towards the finish line. Yeah. Uh, Feed the Beast was deflated. But you went through it for I went, Elite. I went through it for Elite, so you go... That's a really cool-looking obstacle. I'm really sad that Scary. it was deflated in the afternoon, but you go like up and into the mouth, <laughs> as it were, uh, and then you go up and over another inflatable, and then you go through like a... It has like some like inflatable like vertical things in the way that you just kind of go around and then out a little tunnel. Uh, but it's a cool, like, I like the whole inflatable thing. Like, that's yeah. really, it makes it more fun. And you're, like, bouncing around like you're a kid again. <laughs> uh, and then, so the next thing is, like, all kind of part of the same structure. So it's the warped wall. You go up the warped wall. And I feel like it's not as high as other warped walls that I've seen. Like, on Savages, it's not as high as that. I don't think it's as high as Tough Mudders. It's a little easier no, to get up. No, it wasn't as high as other warped walls that you've seen, but it's still... A warped um, wall. A warped wall. Like, it's still challenging, still challenging for right? the average person. I agree. Uh, and then, so after you get to the top of that, you go on what's called Mount Maniac, which is a cargo net across an opening mm -hmm. up to an uh, inflatable ladder. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, you go to Accelerator 3.0, which is down a big slide yep. into some water at the bottom, uh, which I thought our camera recorded as well. It did not. So you, in our video, you'll see people coming down the slide, but you won't see the actual womp, us womp. going down, unfortunately. And then literally, you like fall out of that, and you're basically across the finish line. I mean, yeah. it's like right at the end. Yep. Uh, and then at the end, you get a medal. You get uh, banana, water, you know, typical kind of stuff. Yep. Um, let's talk about the photos. So number one, <laughs> if you're currently, like if you were there and you're looking for your photos, they are out there. You can't find them easily, but they are out there. So like if you go to the photo page on Rugged Maniac site, it's not there. Um, if you go to the event page, it's not there. What you have to do is kind of like the way you signed up the like website that you signed up on is what you have to get back into and you log into your account and you go to your that like event because you were signed up for the event and then in there is actually where it has an option for event photos and that is where you'll find them not Good to know not easy to do but if you go to ruggedraces.com and motive.com so that's e-n-m-o-t-i-v-e ruggedraces.e-n-m-o-t-i-v-e.com and log in to the account that you used to sign up that is where you can find your photos so they are there if you're like listening to this you're like where are my photos they they were there like sunday they were there the next day so yeah. they got them up quick they just don't tell you yeah about it yeah 
Um, but let's talk about the locations of the photos. Boo. So, <laughs> well, we already talked about this in one of our other podcasts. Yes. Um, Ish. And like, so they had it at um, Commando Crawl, which was the barbed wire crawl. They had it at Pyromaniac, which was the fire jumps. And then they had it at Accelerator 3.0 going down the slide, which I like that. I like the Accelerator 3.0. I thought they should have used a different spot than Commando Crawl and pyromaniac because i could go run a spartan and get barbed wire and fire jump photos every single spartan race every single one is barbed wire crawl and every single one is fire jump i don't like getting those pictures at at spartan races i don't either and i was hoping here like your like rugged maniac to me like their coolest the coolest part about this race is the inflatable things yeah that you get to go through and jump through like and if you want to even like Spartan does dunk wall, use rinse and repeat. I do think they That's are... almost like a dunk wall, rinse yeah. and repeat, but it's an inflatable. You get to go over, you get to go under, like, but it, like, I would, if I were them, I would, all three pictures would have an inflatable obstacle in them. Yeah, and that's how they should brand themselves too, because like the picture at the end, after you grab your medal and everything, you walk to get like a team photo. Like and a they souvenir have, picture. They yeah, have, they yeah. have like a setup there. But what's there is a tire flip. Well, there's a tire. You don't actually flip it. It's a tire, a huge tire. There's a rope with a, a bell rope, at the top. Some, I think two rings. Two rings. And none of these are... Sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> none of these are in the race itself. Yeah. Like it's so, not... It's not... Like nothing. It didn't scream like rugged. I looked at them and I'm like, Spartan has rings, Spartan has tire flip, and Spartan has rope climb, and none of those were in. And this, this race. is not a Spartan race, right. right? Like, like if you want to brand yourself like a Spartan race, I do feel like if you want to go that route, fine, cool. But like to me, this is more like fun, and Correct. there's inflatable obstacles. And I like felt, it's a great group type yeah. of activity. Like this would be a great one to like introduce your friends to like obstacle. Yeah like type of stuff it's it, it was a lot of fun it a was lot of so fun. fun and but they um, need to brand it like it's a fun race right right and not like people are out in the parking lot tailgating i know like, having hoagies and like just sitting I in lawn chairs and stuff like that was hoagies. awesome i can go for so cool and like no and that's so fun and that's what it is and like i just yeah i think you're right like i think also br- like, brand wise they they need to like it was more of a party too like the dj and everything yeah. had so many events going on and yeah. like had different there's a pull-up contest every hour and yeah dance stuff yeah and he even at the, the start line guy had a big air horn yeah um yeah it was definitely more like a partyish atmosphere yeah. fun vibe like yeah you don't have to be athletic to come do this and and all that kind of stuff like you don't have to be hoorah and aroo and like all this other stuff like you know what i mean like that's yes. what i felt like and then it just felt like some of the pictures they were like not show not like branding themselves how Correct. they how they could be yes. for sure um you know even if you wanted to do like warped wall pictures or something but like i don't know i like just looking at the obstacles i think you know like i said um rinse and repeat is a cool one especially because like People do like dunk wall photos, so if you are trying to still tailor to those people who enjoy Spartans, rinse and repeat, boom, inflatable obstacle, dunk wall-ish type of feel, you know, you get everybody coming out of the water. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, it, it's, it stinks that Feed the Beast was um, deflated. 
No. But if you had somebody taking pictures of, of people going in. Yeah, that would be like cool. Like literally their feet sticking out of the beast's mouth. That would be cool. Kind of thing. And then people coming the out the inside, other end too. Like how Savage has pictures of you going down. Well, yeah, they had that accelerator. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where one of the pictures was. So I, I did like that location. But um, the venue itself, uh, Maple Grove Raceway, really easy to get to. Yeah. Didn't hit any traffic. Easy parking. Uh, it took us about an hour from where we live, um, so we are still pretty close, but parking was super easy. It was $15. Expensive. Yeah, it was $15 yeah. to park. And I paid with three $5 bills, and the lady was like, oh, thank God you have fives. Everybody's paying with a 20. I'm like, well, yeah, because like, it's, people have 10s and 20s. Right. Like 15 is an odd number to have for parking. I so, agree. I mean, I, I feel like it should be 10. Next year it's gonna be seventeen dollars that, that and forty six cents. That could be a venue thing. I don't know if Maple Grove charges them like kickback or whatever, but yeah, it's a cool place. The parking is right next to the festival, basically. Yep. Um, easy to walk around. You know what was strange? Very flat. When you signed in, you got your shirt right away. Yes, I did want to talk about that. That was strange because a lot of times people consider them finisher shirts. Yeah, like you got to earn it. I saw people wearing their finisher shirt for the race <laughs> yeah. because as soon as you get your bib, you can go get your shirt. Well, then I got like all like anxiety because I'm like, oh God, they're going to run out of smalls. <laughs> yeah. So we picked it up like right away just to have it. But Because how many times that has happened to me at Tough Mudder. Yeah, I know. They're like, oh, sorry, we have a large. And I'm like, great. Thanks. Thanks. I'll never wear this now. Right. Um, yeah. It was kind of weird. I, I mean, I don't care. I but I know there's those like OCR purists who are like. It's a finisher shirt. You have to earn it, blah, blah, blah. Um, you did get a medal after you finished, so you did have to kind of earn that. Yeah, um, the medals are cool. I liked them. I, like I them thought they were nice. There were two water stations, one at mile one, one at mile two. And then again, you get water at the third line, uh, the third line, the finish line. Um, there were changing tents. I think there were showers I saw. Yeah. Some hoses. Um, and the... Uh, there's another thing I wanted to mention. I don't remember now what it is. Sorry. It's okay. You, you, you seem distracted. Beer? There was beer. The Ooh. beer was pretty good. Yeah. They had. They didn't have just like Coors Light, Bud Light, whatever. Like they had an IPA. And a fat tire. And a golden fat ale. tire golden ale or something. That was good. Yeah, the food, there was like a, a snack bar. Do it was wanna, like a Maple Grove snack bar. Do you want to tell everybody how many soft pretzels you had? How many Gatorades you had? I don't know if I want to give away my trade secrets. <laughs> because well, I don't know, maybe you do. <laughs> after I ran right after I ran the first wave, we had what two hours to kill before our open wave. Yep. So I wanted some food, and it was really reasonable pricing. Number one, like you know, you go to these places, and sometimes you well, pay. if it's reasonable pricing, then it's okay. Listen, what I got a Gatorade. It was yeah. a smaller one, but a Gatorade was listed for $2. A pretzel, soft pretzel, was listed for 350. Mm-hmm. I came ready with a $10 bill expecting to hear 550. The lady says $5. Wow. I was like maybe she just miscalculated. Uh-huh. And I then, go back later. And then what happened later? <laughs> go back later, maybe an hour later cuz I was get? still hungry. I got the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Gatorade and a soft pretzel. Different lady. Still $5. So listen, if you're going, accumulate enough food to get to 50 cent mark. I think they're going to round down for you. <laughs> I'm just trying to save you 50 cents. Every cent counts. 
The soft pretzels were good, by the way. They were so Salty good. Salty and, and all that stuff. They yeah. had good flavors of Gatorade. I like that. Like, I like... I'm just saying, Do like... Do they have bad flavors of Gatorade? No, I'm saying I like that they had, like, reasonably priced You're like, their Gatorade stuff. was like, delicious. Their, it was their, like, Maple Grove Raceway snack stand was there. Whereas a lot of times you have these vendors or food trucks that come in and it's like $10 for french fries. They had funnel cake and we didn't get oh, any. Oh, yeah. They did have a we couple like back. carnival cart type yes. of things. But I'm saying I don't want to pay $10 for a small french fry. No, I hear so, you. So like this, that was nice to yeah. be able to like actually come in with a $10 bill and, and leave right. full. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that that was cool. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much like is the gist of it. Uh, if you've, again, if you've never run one, I actually would kind of recommend one. We'll do our ratings in a second. Um, the festival area was pretty cool. They had mm. a, a couple different vendors. Um, nothing crazy. Yeah, they CBD. Were like, yeah. I don't like think there were a whole lot of free samples or anything like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else about the course itself. I mean, again, it was very flat. You honestly could have gotten grassy. away without trail shoes. Yeah. This is one of the few. Yep. But again, I wear like something that dries quickly. Don't wear cotton because you are going to get wet no matter what. Flip-flops is fine. Flip-flops, probably not the best idea. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's rate the course. What do you give the course? It was about 5K. I don't think we said that. It was about 5K mileage-wise, like three miles. 25 obstacles, 24 if you were in the afternoon, and Feed the Beast was deflated. <laughs> um, I would say like an 8 or a 9. I really liked it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it, does, it didn't take, like, the only reason it took longer was because of the lines. lines. Yeah. Like, but the course design itself was cool. Yeah, I would yeah. give it, yeah, an 8.5, I think. Yeah. Uh, venue, Maple Grove, uh, the surrounding it. area, the Eight parking, the festival. Yep. I, I agree. I would give it a nine. Yep. Um, it was really convenient. Like it's not, you know, there's no traffic. Yep. It's just easy to get to. I, I'm sure there are a good amount of places to stay. We didn't have to, but like that area, Lancaster's not too far. You know, a lot of places, the Reading's not too far. So, like, a good amount of options for hotels and stuff and if really you needed to. there are houses around that area you can probably just yeah, take like over. Yeah, like, it was in the middle of a residential area, too. Yeah, you just knock on the door and see if you can stay. That one had a little porch on the top. It was, like, a. it's called a balcony. I love When porches. it's on the second floor, no, it's I called just a balcony, porches. though. No, right, I know. <laughs> You're like, uh, off of that second floor, they had that nice porch. <laughs> We're done. What would you give it overall? Uh, nine. Okay. This is going to be weird because I gave the course an eight and a half and I gave the venue a nine, but I'm going to give it overall an eight. Okay. And that's only because of the photos mm -hmm. and the non-chip timing mm -hmm. and something else that I had mentioned before and I don't remember. Oh, the lines. The lines, The yeah. lines in the open wave. And even in the, again, even in the elite, like when I got to that step it up, that was the only one I really experienced it, but like at step it up, I had to stop running and stand there for like a good 10 seconds yeah. to wait to get up there. So, yeah. um, but in the open waves, it was like tenfold. Yeah. There were a lot oh, of lines. Sure. I mean, like it took us, I think an hour and a half hour, 45 minutes. It could have taken us probably 20 minutes less without the lines. So. Yeah. 
Uh, but the, the course design itself, I really liked the venue is a really cool venue. I'm sure they'll keep going back. I feel like they've been here a few times already. So, uh, but again, if you want to check it out, go to our obstacle video. Um, and, uh, if you know, we want to check out one in your area, I know they have a bunch. I think Jersey was not too long before this one. If you're not in this area, there's, there's other ones all over the country. So check them out. Um, next week. I'm not really sure what our episode's going to be. We'll figure it out, um, but we will have an episode next week. Uh, we do have DecaFit coming up in September. New Jersey DecaFit. That'll be our first DecaFit. I've done a Deca Strong. Lindsay's done a Deca Nothing. Uh, but we will both be doing the DecaFit. I think Lindsay's going to do the Empowered Obstacle Stadium race. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. Uh, so we do have a bunch of stuff coming up in September. You're cracking me up. Uh, we will. Uh, I think DECA is actually going to give us a code to give you guys to get 20% off your registration. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's for the Jersey event specifically or just DECA in general. I would assume in general. Um, but keep an eye out for that. So if you're thinking of signing up for DECA, uh, I know some of the waves can can fill pretty quickly. But if you can, just hang on. We'll get you a code to, to save you some money. Because I, I don't think I've seen like discount codes or anything from them on social media or anything. Some places give out that kind of stuff. I don't think I've seen any. So a 20% uh, coupon will help you out. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We will wrap up though and uh, let you guys get going. Thanks again for listening. If it's your first time, thanks for checking us out. If you've come back, thanks for coming back. Sorry I was sick. Sorry Lindsay was sick. She'll be better next week, hopefully. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> but yes, we do have uh, DecaFit coming up. We have a Spartan, a bunch of Spartans in like October, some in November. I think we might even do one in Florida in December. So we're going to have a bunch of that stuff. Uh, CrossFit games just ended. So we might even talk about that All next right, week. I don't know. Let's not go down that trail. Okay. Well, what? we didn't finish watching it yet. This is, right. we can't, we can't talk about We're not right going to like have a wrap we're, up, we're but gonna... we're going to have another CrossFit episode okay. soon. We'll have, uh, we are talking to somebody about some running, like some actually like just straight speed running and like Yay. that kind of stuff so we have a lot planned so um make sure you subscribe follow us on facebook instagram all that good stuff but anyway i'm just rambling now so i'm gonna <laughs> go and uh, we'll see you next time bye